Someone who had ash or dirt that was prepared and designated so it's not mukta, which may be moved. In that case, you'll have to slaughter a non domesticated animal like a deer or a bird, which require and cover their blood as the mitzvah is after you slaughter them. So he has the dirt, he can do the shita. Mainly all for Mukhana Yefer Murila Tatli. If we have if he does not have ash or um uh, earth that is not not muktza, he should not shech the animals because then he's not gonna be able to do the mitzvah of Kisyadam. Or if he did transgress and shech the animal, we should not cover the blood until after Yontif. If you have an animal, you're not sure if it's a domesticated animal or non domesticated animal. According to the Rambam, that's an example of a crossbreed between a goat or and a deer, or according to others, a separate species. So if it's a behema which is domesticated, there's no kisyadam required. If it's a chaya which is non domesticated like a deer, then it is kisyadam required. So ain't sheikh nisabiyamtif. Don't shecht it on yomtif because you're putting yourself in a situation where you may have to uh, be required to cover it and the dirt is muktza. If you did shecht it, don't cover the blood till the evening. In that case, you shouldn't cover the blood even if you had uh, dirt that was muktza, that was not muktza. Why? The onlook is going to think that this this animal, see the guy covered the blood on yomtif, even though the dirt is muktza, it must be. It's, it's definitely a considered halachically a non-domesticated animal. Uh, that's why this guy covered the blood on Yontif even though, even though the dirt is usually muktza. what's the problem with that? he's going to go around telling people and thinking himself that this animal is not is domesticated uh, excuse me yes he's domesticated and therefore it's fats it's chelev are permitted because chayah's fat is permitted whereas a behemoth's fat is forbidden and because this person covered the blood on Yontif even though dirt is usually muktza. Person is going to think that it's it's, a, it's it's certainly a chaya and he's going to permit the forbidden fats the chaylev, incorrectly. Halacha If someone slaughters a chaya or a bird before yomtiv, even though shechem before yomtiv, he never chance to cover the blood. Once yomtiv comes comes in, he should not cover the blood. Leave it uncovered till after yomtiv. If he shechted a behema or chaya on yomtiv, all three of them. So he shechted a behema, which is not required kisi adam. And he also shechted a chaya or an ayah, which does require kisidam. But he saw Abdullah, we have the blood that mixed together over there in the shechita area. Don't cover it till the evening. If he did have prepared dirt, he's able to cover it all with one, one shovel movement. In that case, he should cover it. So because you don't know which blood is what, and it's, it's mixed together, in, in, or it's next to each other, you, you don't know for sure how to divide it, so he's going to end up having to cover the entire thing. And uh, some of his movements of covering the blood are covering some blood, which is not mochim kisyadam. So therefore, it's a problem. But if it's all mixed together in a way that he could cover it with one movement, then in that case, he should cover it if he shecht it on yomtif. So to clarify, in the previous, we say if he shecht the animal on yomtif that requires kisyadam, you shouldn't cover it after yomtif. In this case, over here, because it's mixed together, so then, you could cover it. I'm sorry, I made a mistake. Lachabay is talking about a case where you have, you have, you have. If the dirt's not muktza, you, 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 you cover it. That's the vert, okay? Because the dirt, the dirt's not muktza. 
um, in this case, even though there is not mukta, you would think it's a it, it, well, it is a problem if 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 uh, you some of the some of the blood does not require kisya dam, but if it's all mixed together in a way that you can cover with one movement, then it's not okay. All right, an animal domesticated like a cow and yontif. Now, in order to shecht, you want to clear the area of the neck from its hair from the wool, so you're allowed to move it, uh, 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 pull it out. Um, uh, the place where you want to you want to cut the cut the neck, you allowed to remove the hair by hand, even though shearing is a malacha, which is not necessary for food. In order to make the shkita proper and easy, you could do it. As long as you don't move it from its place, you have to kind of leave it there on the neck, mix with the other hair. So you kind of take it. I guess it sounds like you you remove a small amount, like one line of wool, uh, you know, whatever you want, how much as you can. From the neck, but you don't separate it and throw it on the ground. You just kind of like leave it there, mix with the the wool nearby that spot. Um, when it comes to a bird, like you break you now, take pull out the feathers, because that's something which is considered uh, the norm, it's the normal procedure in terms of uh, uh, preparing the, the the bird for shechita. Oh, see, that's the normal way of taking out the the feathers, and that's kind of, that basically doing the malacha of talish of of shearing on yontif. Comes to wool normally, it's done with a, with a, with a, a special cutter. You're doing it by hand, so it's a shinoi. So you, you could do it by hand because it's a shinoi, and for the sake of shkita, as long as you don't actually separate it completely and, and, and from the from the animal. Comes to taking wool, um, take, taking feathers out of a bird. That's not a shinoi, therefore it's the isna malacha of Tailish, which is a non food related malacha. Therefore, it's forbidden biblically. Dalit. Someone who skins an animal yontif. Of course, you have to do that before you can eat the food. You shouldn't salt the hide, even though a guy wants to start the salting process because if the hide sits around the whole day, it might become ruined. He's going to have a financial loss. He's not going to salt it. That's considered uh, uh, tanning, tanning the hide or working the hide. Which is not for food. You could put it in a place people walk. People walk on it, it's constantly going to be worked and, and, and moved around, irritated. Um, and they won't become lost. This way he won't suffer loss. Even this idea of putting it on pur- purpose in a place where people walk is only something permitted in order to, uh, to, to ensure the joy, the joy of Yontif. Because the person should not refrain from shech the animals eating meat on Yontif because he might not shech the animal if he knows he's going he's gonna to have to incur a big loss by losing the hide. He's allowed to salt meat, which he intends to roast, on top of the hide. You can be you can be uh, sneaky about this. So by salting the meat, which meat which you're going to roast has to be salted, but not not as much as meat which you cook, but it has to have some salt to it, to it, so that when you roast it, all the salt is drains off. And uh, so you salt the dafka on the hide in order to sort of uh, again begin the tanning process, so the hide should not get uh, destroyed. Kate said, how do you act sneaky? Not only can you do it on the hide, you do some over here, and some over this part of the hide, you move it around, you do some, you do some meat on each place, you spread the meat around, that you eventually do uh, salt the entire hide. Hey, I'm wondering when this is okay to do, but I'll tell you if the meat being roast, uh, being salted for the purposes of roasting. It doesn't require excessive salt. If you're salting the meat to cook in the pot, you cannot do this trick of salting it on top of the um, hide. Similarly, you're not allowed to salt the fats, 
So, so over there, because it's an excessive amount of salt, it, it resembles the idea of uh, working the leather, preparing it for tanning, and therefore it's forbidden. The you're also not allowed to salt fat. The amount, fats have to be salted. Um, it's talking about uh, permitted fats over here, which, uh, which require salting. Um, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of salt. Nor are you allowed to flip them. You're not allowed to spread them out on sticks in the wind. Uh, because these fats are not fit to be eaten, um, so therefore this whole process of salting them to preserve them and prepare them to, because you want to make soap out of them or whatever you do with them, them is not a malacha, which is food-related. Um, someone skins an animal. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't be yargil. What exactly does that mean? Ketzer who amargil. What does amargil mean? The lashon is the sherish is regal foot. You shouldn't foot the animal. This is a special trick. You remove all of the meat through one one of the you, you know you you cut off one of the legs and you uh, or open one of the legs. You remove all the meat through that opening of the hide. This way, the entire hide eventually is. Complete hide; it's not torn, and you can uh, make a stuffed animal out of it, a life-size cow, stuffed with who knows what. Because this whole process is a very difficult thing to do. It's not necessarily enough to do it. it. Doesn't help you with your uh, you celebration of eating meat or anything else. You're also not allowed to make a handle with the meat. A special way of cutting the meat, the butcher would cut a special professional way to make it easier to carry, with a handle. For who provides you if he's doing it with a knife? So that's that's where it's a problem. Um, so because that's like a very weekday type of activity it's like a, a, a professional professional skilled craft however you're allowed to make like a signal when you kind of the, make like a little sim in the, in the meat to, to, to distinguish between who who bought what that is allowed you're allowed to pour hot water over the head and over the feet of the animal which you shechted and that is for the purpose of making it easier to skin the animal, I believe. You're also allowed to singe uh, the head or the feet of the animal to remove the hair. You're not allowed to uh, smear it with, uh, with lime, with clay, uh, nor with earth, for that purpose. You're not allowed to trim the hair with the scissors of the, of the animal. You're not allowed to trim a vegetable um, it, with like a decorative fashion. With it, 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 it means it's haircut, but you know it's the the the, the, the special way to make it like a, a special craft of cutting cutting the cutting the vegetable, um, or a special craft of cutting the hair off the vegetable. The, so that that's not allowed. You are allowed to trim food that has thorns. Again, for example, kundas, which is artichokes, va'akavies, and uh, cardoons, is allowed. A person is allowed to knead a large dough on yamtif, even though uh, uh, maybe you won't eat the whole entire thing, but uh, the larger it is, the better it tastes when you bake it. It makes the oven more full. If a person can knead dough before yamtif, excuse me, if a person needs dough before yamtif, he does not separate challah on yamtif. Now, 
the reason for this is, or one second, if he, if he, if he needs to do on Yantif though, Mafish Chamenachala, you separate the Chala on Yantif, then you also give it to the other kind. So on Shabbos and Yantif, you're not supposed to separate Trumas and Mises and all these tithes, tithes anything of that nature, because separating that is like uh, like perfecting something. It's like finishing off the, the Kaili, Tikkun Kli, your Makavatish. Therefore, you don't do any types of tithing. Now, uh, on Yantif, you're not supposed to cut wheat or sift it or grind it or any of these things which can be done before Yantif without compromising the taste should be done before Yantif. So the process of, of tithing is all done before Yantif because that's when you, um, it can be done before Yantif. That's when you cut the wheat before Yantif. Uh, however, when it comes to taking challah from the dough, that, presumably that you, do, that you need the dough on Yantif because you want to have fresh food and kneading the dough before Yantif makes the bread less fresh if you need it before yamtif. So if you, therefore you're allowed to knead it on yamtif, and you could separate challah on yamtif, but that's only because you can knead the dough on yamtif. If you need the dough before yamtif, why wait till you have to separate to separate challah? If you need if, if you need the dough, knead with a K. If you need if you need the dough before yamtif, separate challah for yamtif as well. But if you needed it on yamtif, then you can separate challah on yamtif. If the dough was tame or the dough was tar. But after you separated challah from the dough, that part, the challah part, which goes to the Korean became tamay, do not bake the challah. The vash means cook, but at the same point. The reason why you cook on yantif is only for the purpose of eating. But this dough, this which is um, uh, going to be, um, is you, can, you, can, you, can, you can bake the rest of the dough. But the, the, the challah part, it's meant to be burned, as you do with Tamil Chal, therefore you cannot bake on Yantif. You can't burn on Yantif either. You cannot burn Kachim, which became Tamil on Yantif, because you're only allowed to burn things or cook things, which are, or do Malacha, which are for food purposes. Now, even though burning Kachim is a mitzvah, burning Kachim, which became Tamil, is a positive mitzvah. It says, if you should burn it in fire. Which is not for food, as say Velisa say, is it both a positive and negative mitzvah? A positive commandment does not displace a negative commandment and a positive commandment. But an essay is not strong enough to say and an essay. And therefore, you cannot burn these, the Chal Tamil This explains what we said yesterday in Perk Beis, Halacha Yud Zion, that, excuse me, Halacha. Test Zion, that a behema, uh, or, or, excuse me, Truman became Tomei, is not, be, not allowed to be moved because it's Muktzah. The answer now, as we know, is the, now we know the answer because since you can't do anything with it, you can't eat it, you also can't burn it, therefore it has no purpose, it's Muktzah. Halacha test. Kate Yasaba, what do you do with the Chal, which is Tomei? Wait left the Yontif and you burn it. How do you see him? Pesach. Shimon Chalem, if you wait, if you let it go till after Yontif, after Chalem, it'll become Chametz. This is obviously not a case where it's not the last day of Pesach. Don't, don't separate the challah's dough. Bake the entire dough that's Tomeh as matzah. And then afterwards, separate the pieces of matzah, some pieces of matzah as challah. And then you, uh, after, after Pesach is over, or after on Cholmoid, burn that. You're not allowed to bake in a new earthenware oven on Yontif. Since it's new, we're worried the oven is going to crack open and the bread is going to become spoiled. And the joy of Yontif has been spoiled.
Therefore, if you want to cook with a new oven, make sure you use it at least once before Yom Tif. Because brand new ovens sometimes break that way. But once it's been used once or twice, it doesn't happen anymore. And Gerfin Tanam you now to rake out coals or ash from an oven or a range, which is a kind of oven, because they're muktzahs, don't need to do that. However, you can press down the ash to make room for the new firewood. However, if it's impossible to bake or cook, or roast, excuse me, bake or roast without clearing out the ash, then what thing can clear it out? Same thing as Piatan Betit, Verefesh, Shivisa Onanar. If you want to seal the opening of the oven with mud or sediment from the riverbank, you, 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 you can do that. So there's a crack, or you want to seal the door shut so it shouldn't open. That's a lot of who provided. That you kind of uh, soften the mud from yesterday. You took the mud, you mixed it with water, all that was done the before Yamta started. However, to mix the dirt with water and Yamta to knead it on Yamta's Asr. However, to do it with ash, mix water with ash, that um, is allowed to be done on Yontif. New oven or a new, uh, a, a new range, kind of oven. You don't uh, smear them with oil on Yontif. You don't wipe them with a cloth. Nor can you uh, rub them with cold water. In the chasman, all these things are done to seal it, to seal the cracks. That's not allowed to be done on yontif. It's not for the it's not necessary for the purpose of eating. In mishvil efes if however it's only it's necessary to do that in order to be able to bake, then it it is mutter. in other words, um, to put cold water in an oven to lower the temperature so you can bake in the oven because otherwise it's, you can't open the oven. It's too hot to bake or something. In any event, uh, it's going to burn the bread. Whatever it is, in that case, it's allowed. The aim of Abnes of you're not allowed to whiten or heat up, make stones get like white when they get when they become very hot. You can't, you can't, you can't heat them, heat, heat stones, in order to roast or bake upon them. Why on even you're, even you're going to use them to bake. Because that seals their cracks closed, and that's not allowed to be on yontiv. You're allowed to heat or bake in earlier oven. You're also allowed to heat water in a water cauldron. In other words, uh, because it's such a large amount of water and there's two separate compartments in, in this, uh, this this keli, this antichi, so you would think, it's a mara sign that people are going to think that you're going to, you're making water for, for the next day. So, um, so therefore, that the, 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 the halach is that we, you, actually, you are allowed to, we're not worried about that. Yud Because if you make the shit before yantif, it doesn't compromise the taste. So therefore, if the norm doesn't compromise the taste, it should be done before Yomtev. It should be done before Yomtev. You're allowed to crush spices in the regular fashion, Yomtev. Because if you crush them before Yomtev, the taste will become uh, bland. The spices will not be as strong, as, as, as sharp. However, salt may not be crushed in Yomtev. Unless you um, tilt the crushing device, the pestle, or you crush it in a bowl, so you don't use a mortar. Um, sorry, pestle is, is, the, is like the bowl that it's crushed in. So you have to tilt it, so it's a, it's a shinoi. Or you use a bowl, which is a regular keli for this purpose. So in that case, it's allowed. Because salt, if you crush it before yamtif, there's no compromising on the taste. Therefore, you shouldn't do it on yamtif. If you do, if you do it on yamtif, at least do a shinoi. 
You're not allowed to grind peppers in a special pepper grinder. Uh, you have to crush in a regular crush like other spices. You'd give them. Groats, which are like uh, crushed grains uh, or crushed oats, are not allowed to be crushed in uh, in the large grinder. They can be crushed in a small grinder. That's considered a shinai. And, you can, and again, there's a type of, uh, you can crush it before yamtif without it compromising the taste. So if you do it on yamtif, do it with the shinai. And the shinai is a smaller grinder. Even the small one is lesser. Because the grain is very good. If you do it before yamtif, there's no, uh, there's no, it doesn't compromise the, the taste. Therefore, you now do on yamtif at all, even with a small grinder. It seems that our type of Yisrael, uh, there is some compromise in the taste if you do it for yontif. not not not, but not a lot. So you're supposed to. It's it's a small kind. It's 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 a drop affects the taste. That's what I'm, that's how I'm understanding this. I'm not sure if it's right, but because it affects taste, it, because the taste is only impacted very minimally, you're supposed to do it before yontif. If you did not do it for yontif, you could do it, you could do it on yontif. But you have to make a shinai, and the shinai is um, using a small grinder. In Eretz Yisrael. It doesn't affect the taste at all, even a drop. Therefore, there's no hetero to do it, even if you use a, a, a even if you do a shim. All right, I'm not sure if that's correct. Lochidal. I'm not sure if my understanding is correct. Lochidal. Kemach flour. Even though you sift it before yomtiv, the hasty men of took all the bran out of it. Do it second time on yomtiv. Even though chayra, it's already edible. You're just making it more perfect, so it's not really a real malacha. So you think it's okay? The answer is no. You can't do it. Unless an impurity fell into it, like a, a, piece, a splinter of wood or a pebble, then you could sift it. In the shino, if you do the shinoi, then, then you could sift it on yontif. What's a shinoi? You use the back of the sifter, so you, you upside down. Um, okay, this is a way if it was sifted before yontif. Or you sift it over a table instead of a, instead of a collecting bowl. Any of these shinoi are okay. Tess Vav. Mele Malilas were allowed to remove grain from their shells. Umirfachin Katanas Kitis Vyantif, they allowed to take take beans out of their pods or legumes out of their pods and Yantif. And then you uh you blow air over them uh while you're shaking them up and down your hands with both hands. I feel even if you're using um like a tray or like a pot with compartments. So that's not a, that's not a normal tool to do this. It's a it's a and that can be done on yantif, even though it can be done before yantif without compromising the taste. On yantif may be done with this kind of shinoi. And we said before you're allowed to um, shake it up and shake these up and down and blow blow the chaff away. That's even with both hands. The Shabbos, I think we said it has to be with one hand. Yantif apparently you can use both hands. You cannot use a proper sifter or a proper strainer. Someone who Separates the, the 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 pods from the the piece from the pod of the legumes from the, from the legume uh, from from the um, um, the pods of legumes from the, from the legumes themselves on yontif. He's allowed to do it in his normal fashion with his uh, with his chest and a pot. I'm not sure exactly the procedure over here. Uh, you maybe hold it against your chest. You cannot use a strainer, a tablet, or a sifter. If there's more food, then, then, then there's waste. If the, there was more waste than food, 
You just don't do any of these things. Just take a pick out the food and leave the waste. So the whole hatter of doing these irregular fashions of, of, of sifting is only if there's a lot of food and a little bit of waste, and it's hard to pick out the waste. If it's a lot of waste, a little bit of food, then pick out the food, and that's it. If it was more difficult to, to select the waste from the food, than it was to separate the food from the waste, in that case, even if the food's more than the waste, still, you should separate the food and leave the psalis. Because you should only separate, you should only use any of these tools if it's, uh, it's, uh, it's less cumbersome. So when there is more eichel than psalis. So, in other words, when, 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 is, when is it okay to use these, these type of sifting methods with this shinoi when picking out the psalis by hand is difficult? When is picking out the psalis by hand difficult? If there's a lot of psalis. Or, in unique situations, for some reason, if there's a lot of eichel and a little bit of psalis, it's still difficult to pick it out by hand. Then you can use the methods we said in Lachatasvav. Otherwise, if it's not easy, if it's not more difficult, then just pick out the eichel by hand and don't 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 use the the sifting with a shinoi. Lachin Zayin. You're not you're not allowed to filter mustard using its uh, special filter implementation in Yerikah Beder because it appears like the the actual malach of Beder, which is not which cannot be done yontif unless. Um, yeah, so across the board, generally speaking, barrier is Asa Yontif. If it could have been done before Yontif. Um, if something, some, something falls in your food on Yontif, it's a different story. But if you could do barrier, selecting and the sifting out the, the pebbles from flour before Yontif, it cannot be done on Yontif. You're allowed to put a raw egg in a mustard strainer with mustard seeds. For whom is Sana may love, and it will undergo the process of, uh, of, uh, of being refined naturally. Uh, it is uh, Pirish initially Ram explains that when raw eggs are mixed with coarse foods they cause the lighter matter to rise above the heavier coarse matter and so mixing the egg with mustard will cause the dregs of the mustard to be separated from the mustard seeds themselves if a person has a filter hanging before you can put wine in yantif and it will be, be, be filtered but he's not to go hang it on yantif she should not do his man his, his regular weekday manner. He could, however, act, act with trickery and hang a filter to hold the uh, hold pomegranates. Put use as a pomegranate holder. Then he then he hangs the pomegranates in there. And then afterwards, he says, "You know what? Let me take the pomegranates out. And I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, run some wine through here so that uh, hang the wine dregs, the wine filters through it." <laughs>